This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't right Hold now. it in, hold on. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. Podcast. As you can hear, this sounds like a happy away end. People are singing, people are happy. The game is over. We've won the game. It's 1 0 to Brentford. They come down to Bristol City. Bristol City, to be fair, they had a fair few chances. We rode a luck a little bit, but at the end of the day, the conviction was there. The players were potty for it. And more importantly, we scored the goal. Maxime Collin shot the ball, bang middle of the area takes a massive deflection in the back of the net yeah absolutely terrific tremendous result that was I mean that was a brilliant result wasn't it good 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 result brilliant result uh, performance was what we needed to do um, no more no less than that D- Daniel Bentley made a few really good saves kept us in the game at important times and uh, we always look to threat going forward on another day Hogan gets gets three or four of them unlike him to miss them but he's used all his uh, bad luck up in one game and he'll get he'll get loads in the next game fingers crossed it's interesting as well because Bristol City from what I heard they were looking forward to us coming down because they thought there was a dead on bang on three points today but we came out of the traps today you know looking hungry didn't we we look hungry and you can never Brentford are at their best when uh, they're up against it when the back's against the wall I think you know and it's a bit of a siege mentality uh, the dressing room locking two wins since then uh, something something was said that's done the trick that's done the trick as well and like I said to you we've stuck with the, the, the five at the back as they call it you know we've, we've got the, the, the central defenders we've got three at the back and we've gone with the wing backs with Tom Field coming in on the left and, and it was looking good yeah, wasn't it good to see Tom Field getting a chance look a couple of little sort of uh, naive moments but he'll learn he'll learn and, and no better way to learn than in a winning team UBs UBs back in the car and we're actually on our way down the M4 and typical uh, we've had a few technical difficulties which means typically when we have a great victory and a great vibe and we speak to lots of people and they're really happy 
it all goes in the black hole. So all the all all the interviews have gone down the black hole. Really sorry about this. So basically, we've had about 15 minutes of people chatting and jumping up and down, and Bristol City fans not very happy at all. And unfortunately, it's gone down the pan. But you know, and then they will talk about this game. We'll talk about this game because Brentford had a great game, didn't they? They did. A very professional performance from the Bees. Um, we were, rode our luck at times in the first half. Um, I mean, Tammy Abram, who everybody reckons is this wonder striker, well, he wasn't, didn't seem very wonderful this evening, um, missed at least two open goals, if not three. Um, and we took the, our chance um, and did it well. Um, and it was good to see Colin. Uh, it would have been good for some players to uh, establish back some confidence in themselves. I thought Sawyer's had a good game. Um, he's obviously back on form. I think Saturday's performance, that ball he played for our first goal on Saturday, has uh, installed uh, real confidence into him, and he looks to be uh, excellent at going on that way. And and uh, I thought also, though, that the one player who was missing a bit was probably Vibe. Um, and that is, uh, again, I think, confidence. I think once Lasse Vibe starts scoring a goal whether it's off his backside whether it's off his knee or even just plays some really good passes through for Scott Hogan to run onto um, then his confidence will be restored but at the moment he looks like half the player that we know that Vibe can be um, Bristol City disappointing um, team uh, I thought they offered nothing special. It was two mid-table championship teams playing on a mild and uh, sort of slightly damp night down there at Ashton Gate, which of course is becoming a bit of a favoured home for a bees. I think that's three times on the trot uh, I've been down to Ashton Gate and seen us win. Um, so long may that run last. Um, and also, I mean, I'm not saying unlucky, but both sides did miss some chances, you know, in that first half. You know, Scott Hogan missed a few where, you know, it should have been two, maybe even three. We spoke to some Bristol City fans, which again, unfortunately was lost in the, the technosphere. But they were really morbid. They were saying, oh my God, you know, we could have been two down or three down in the first half if Scott Hogan had put those chances away and their goalkeeper saved them as well. But at the same time, Daniel Bentley as well did very well, where he had a couple of one-on-ones where he actually saved them as well, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, uh, Bentley, how many goals has Bentley saved us this year? Um, I hate to think what our goal difference would be if Daniel Bentley was not our keeper uh, this season. He's been magnificent um, and deservedly deserves the chance of England number one. Um, talking about chance, though, I think uh, um, of, of amusement to uh, regular listeners to the podcast will be a chant that uh, I think was heard for the first time in my recollection at... Um, between B support from B supporters this this uh, season, which was uh, Dean Smith's Barmy Army. Um, people will be glad to hear that I didn't join in. I'm still slightly reserving judgment, um, but uh, you know, full full credit to the five six hundred people who travelled tonight and uh, sang their hearts out. And I think that does make a difference. Actually, is there's a much more positive vibe at our away games than there than there is at our home games sometimes, and I'm sure that must make a difference. And we must make a difference as well. And like we said to you, Dean Smith as well. There was also a Dean Smith give us a wave uh, chant as well when you saw him actually waving over to the away end. You saw that, didn't you? Uh, sadly, I must have been looking at my phone at the time or tying my shoelace. No, I did miss that one. It's a shame that you missed it because actually Dean Smith wasn't waving at the uh, the away fans. He was actually waving at you, uh, Liberal Nick. He said, Liberal Nick's off. 
and he's not coming back ever again. So thank God for that, and he was waving at you. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint, Dean, is that I've decided, having seen tonight's really professional performance and having seen us scrape the win at Burton on Saturday, I've decided that uh, while I will be moving, I shall be retaining my regular spot on the Ealing Road Terrace um, to be able to give Dean Smith my full encouragement as, he's, as he uh, pushes Brentford up the table. Talking about you know how players played as well. I mean Sawyer's. I mean again, we spoke to a lot of people after the game, lots of different people after the game, and we just pluck out. A lot of people said that Sawyer's had a very good game today. Some people said that he even maybe had his best game for Brentford. Now, obviously, he's coming under a lot of stick at home. You know, some people might say it's it, you know it, it's acceptable that he gets a stick because he's not playing like he should do. But he's a beast fan, so you know, giving people stick, you know, it's confidence. But listen, side by side, people can do what they want to do. But interestingly, he came out here and had a good game today. And there's a there's a theory to say that maybe you know because he didn't have the pressure of the crowd or the home crowd today. He's come to an away game today and he's actually kind of played the game that maybe he can do under a lot less pressure. Yeah, that's what I was referring to earlier about the home, uh, the away support being perhaps more positive than the home support, um, despite the little contretemps that took place between one of our players and some of our very few fans at, uh, at Norwich. On the whole, the uh, away support is, is magnificent and positive and cheering on our team, win, lose or draw. Um, and I think if we can re replicate what the away fans bring um, at Griffin Park, then really there is no... Uh, no doubt that we can go further up the table and that players themselves will feel you know, happy playing at Griffin Park. They won't feel scared, they won't feel worried that if they make a mistake they're going to be picked on. You know? um, so next time, let's everybody get behind the team. Everyone get behind the team. So great result today. Brentford got the result. Uh, three points behind there. Absolutely. I've got to talk about it just quickly as well. I've got to talk about that goal. Maxine Comey, what a rasper that was. That was absolutely brilliant. Back of the net, he, just, he saw that goal he saw that ball and it was in the middle of the area and he thought you bastard you bastard you bastard i am going to absolutely smash this in the back of the net he smashed it took a massive deflection bash in the back of the net and everyone went absolutely potty didn't they Absolutely. It was a... Uh, I was trying to remember what the fresher is. Uh, Dave, Dave Lane has a really good... Uh, uh, it was a bastard. That's right. A thunder bastard. Thunder bastard. That's what it was. It was a brilliant shot from Maxime Collin. Um, and yeah, it, it, it did have a bit of help on the way in. But I think no keeper on earth would have stopped it. And uh, the way it was going, it was a good job. Somebody did get in the way or otherwise it probably would have broken the goal net as well. So listen, listen, Brentford got the three points. I'm very happy. This is uh, We're on the way back. We're on the M4. On the way back, we'll be back in London in a couple of hours. And I've got a smile on my face, a proper smile on my face, not like a sort of forced smile like Saturday. We beat, we, we squeezed a, a win against lowly Burton. But today we got a proper win against technically a proper team. We've got some proper money in their coffers. They've got a big old stadium with loads of fans that don't actually sing um, very it much. A, it was like a library for most of the game today. It was disgraceful, really. It was terrible, wasn't it? You know, but hey, you know, that's what happens. You get your stadium and your lovely new stadium where people just want to sit there and just kind of watch it like, like the opera. So, uh, yeah, they were watching the opera because they were watching all the Brentford fans singing in the away end. So it's absolutely marvellous. You know, so this is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. And uh, I'm, like I said, I'm smiling. I'm looking forward now Friday to go down to our social the Christmas social at the brewery which is uh, going to be fantastic we've got a few players down there like Richard Cadet and Paul Gibbs and we've got also Carl Hutchins and we've got beer and we've got it's the 
it's the bees Brentford bees up the Christmas bees up as we call it you know and we've got DJ playing there we've got music and we've just got loads of bees fans just going to come down there and have a bit of a laugh there's a few more tickets left so email us or tweet us or just get hold of us somehow go onto the website you can see if you can get hold of them like I said there's a few more tickets for that one it's going to be a proper absolute laugh because hopefully everyone's going to be smiling like I'm smiling now because I'm absolutely teething tremendously happy but as we say Brentford three points today check us out on Audio Boom and YouTube and all these other places you know exactly where to get hold of us but I don't want to go through that anymore because for me I just want to want to say one thing before we get out of Bristol so they know exactly who we are as we say come on you be Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.